0: You're a 415er. You're a 415er. 415. 4-1-5. You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for
1: news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415 ers Hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into another edition of the 415ers podcast on the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. That's Mark Randy. I'm Evan Giddings. Training camp is upon us, ladies and gentlemen. Day one is in the books as you're listening to this on Thursday. Day two about to get going, uh, but a lot to dig into, Mark. And, of course, we got our top storyline, some takeaways from the first day. We're going to dig into you know just what this kind of roster means as far as stability for the 49ers this year compared to years past in the Shanahan era we got a lot to get into but before we do so what's going on man how are
0: you i'm doing great uh it's just absolutely fantastic to have a flood of 49ers content on your twitter feed now on even on instagram you see it everywhere everyone is talking about the san francisco 49ers at least in the bay area uh and and i am fired up it's fantastic it it felt like this offseason took a while, uh, but I, I'm glad we finally arrived at this point in training camp because you're right. There are so many angles to attack this team. I think quarterback takes um, and fairly so takes a lot of the shine, uh, but there's a, a lot of other pieces that are important that, that we'll certainly get into this episode. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm doing well. I, I, I'm i just so excited for football season, so I, I can't be doing much better. How are you doing today,
1: I'm good, man. Yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going on at the quarterback position, just in general, the the interaction between player and fan at training camp for those hmm. open practices, uh, just the visibility that everyone gets it is so interesting to me how I know these guys have been working out all off season. They're either, you know, the wide receivers are working out with the quarterbacks or guys are at Titan university with George Kittle. Um, but the fact that it's one of their first times together as a team and everyone gets to watch to me is always fascinating because you really get to see how the team gels from the very beginning, the start of training camp, ideally into late in the season in 2023 and 2024. So, um, we're off and running and you mentioned the quarterbacks, uh, Brock Purdy apparently is off and running and he is cleared and ready to go because just four and a half months, it seems after his surgery, Mark, uh, He's going to be practicing. He's going to be throwing some footballs, and he is well ahead of schedule and appears to be on track for week one. What that means for everyone else, we'll get into. uh, But that, to me, was probably the biggest and also maybe most surprising news we heard from the first couple days.
0: Yeah, no, 100%. It was how Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch opened their pre-training camp press conference on Tuesday. Uh, Basically, we're asked, uh, generally, is anyone going on PUP? And they said, no, no one's going on PUP. And then the follow-up was, wait. Not even Brock Purdy, right? And they're like, no, Brock's cleared to play or at least cleared to practice. He'll be good. Uh, they did later on go on to say that uh, Kyle Shanahan did that he expects Brock to be um, really with absolutely no limitations in a couple of weeks. As of right now, he's on somewhat of a pitch count. He's not going to practice three consecutive days, um, but that's not because of, you know, scared of his elbow injury. It's just generally... He hasn't thrown a lot this offseason. He's been beginning that the last month, month and a half or so. Uh, You don't want to overwork it when he's in the early stages of his return from that injury. So it's all fantastic news for the San Francisco 49ers. um, Because, you know, we had this conversation throughout the entire offseason. What are the first couple of weeks of the season going to look like? Because there's a very real chance that Brock Purdy might not be ready for week one in Pittsburgh. Who knows about week two? Week three uh, is, uh, you know, a short week. Who knows if that even happens? So this is fantastic news for the San Francisco 49ers, at least if you are convinced that Brock Purdy is this team's best option at quarterback. And I think most people would probably agree, given what we've seen from all of the options in their NFL careers up to this point. Uh, it it's a fantastic piece of news for San Francisco. Um, but it it does ask the question about the future of that position, which we can certainly get into later. Um, but you're right. I mean, most surprising news of the day was r- right off the bat about Brock Purdy's health. Um, but it's it's 100% good news in San Francisco. Um, I think can look forward to now more of a regular training camp because the the thought was this was going to be really weird. Is Trey Lance going to get all the first team reps? Is Sam Darnold going to get all the first team reps? Well, no, it's probably going to be Brock Purdy. He's going to be the team's starting quarterback. It makes this training camp feel a little bit more normal and and perhaps could could lead to, I don't know, better performance early in the season.
1: Yeah, and I think, look, Shanahan was talking about how even though there's less reps total coming Purdy's way just because of injury, uh, at this point last year, he was getting third team reps or he was getting, uh, you know, he was behind Nate Sudfeld at that point. So the fact that he is even going to be getting those first team reps throughout training camp means that he is on a better path than where he was last season, despite the injury. So I don't expect it to take much time for Brock Purdy to, to kind of catch up, so to speak. Um, but everyone's going to be having their eyes on that elbow. And in the meantime, Trey Lance and Sam Darnold are essentially splitting those, uh, from the first day, you know, it was reported, Trey Lance looked look pretty good. Um, from the videos and clips that we saw that the the new throwing motion that everyone's been high on has certainly been featured. It's tighter. It's quicker. Uh, But for Kyle Shanahan, Mark, everything was around Trey Lance's feet and just kind of the comfortability, how things had slowed down. And that was also confirmed by a few of his teammates, Debo Samuel, George Kittle, just talking about the confidence that Trey Lance was kind of practicing with, which had necessarily been um, absent in prior years, but certainly looked more comfortable. And that's something you would expect. So, you know, Trey Lance, I think Debo Samuel also mentioned that some of his shorter passes felt softer, uh, which has been an area of focus for Trey Lance in the past, being able to hit the layups before being able to take a deep shot. Um, So, you know, to me, there's not much you can take away from the first day, uh, but there are, I think, things to reference, or I should say points to kind of stick to. And so one of the things with Trey Lance, for example, has been the inconsistency in his practice. So how do you kind of stack consecutive quality days? And to me, that's what I'm going to be looking for specifically with Trey Lance, but also Sam Darnold, who didn't maybe have the best day day one, um, 11 on 11s. I saw a couple of places. He was you know, two of four, a couple of late floating passes. Those aren't things that I I'm going to necessarily hold against Sam Darnold or even on Trey Lance's side. If he looks good, I'm going to look for him to be better the next day and the day after that and maximize the amount of reps he gets until Brock Purdy comes back in to take those first stream, the first team reps.
0: Yeah. And the other thing I saw from Trey Lance uh, looking at his throwing motion, I know that this is something that everyone pays really close attention to. The knock on him last year was he kind of has a, a really long windup. He doesn't get the ball out super quick. If you would break it down kind of frame by frame, he would bring like the nose of the football down relatively low when you, when you compare it to other quarterbacks and how they throw. Uh, it seems like what the difference is now, uh, you know, introduced probably by his personal quarterback coach, Jeff Christensen. We saw him working out with him and, and Patrick Mahomes a lot this off season. He's keeping the ball up higher. He doesn't have as, as much of a circular motion as he's going back ready to throw. What does that mean? It's a it's a quicker release. It's a more compact motion. You should be able to get the ball off quicker. That doesn't necessarily transition or, or translate to the touch that Debo Samuel is talking about. Um, that just comes with being able to understand what kind of throw you're making and be able to put a little bit of loft under the ball and, and all of that. But it seems like the, the motion as well has a, a pretty dramatic shift For Trey Lance, uh, which is obviously good because what was happening last year wasn't, uh, I mean, obviously as as good as it could have been. These are normal things for a young quarterback to go through. Um, But that's at least what I noticed from Trey Lance on the first day. But you're right. I mean, you can't really have uh, this sweeping. Uh, I don't know, takeaway from day one, because it's it's really basic. Kyle Shanahan even admitted to it. We weren't really doing all that much. 11s on 11s, yeah, but it was really base layer. We, we didn't go into anything in depth. And then the other thing that you have to consider when you're moving forward, specifically about Trey Lance and Sam Darnold, I guess, again, Purdy did not practice Wednesday because he was throwing the two days leading up to it, not necessarily in organized team things, but he was throwing. Um, and he's not going to throw at least right now three straight days so he was off Wednesday which kind of gave Trey Lance and I, I think to a lesser degree Sam Darnold the spotlight but now on Thursday on Friday guess what Brock Purdy is there and he will throw and he will take the vast majority of first team reps so where does that leave Trey Lance moving forward he really has to capitalize on the the moments that he gets because this is a 49ers team now who has four quarterbacks one of them when he's out there is going to get the vast majority if not all of the first team reps that's Brock Purdy and then you have Trey Lance the number three overall pick from a couple of years ago and then you have Sam Darnold the guy who Kyle Shanahan says is one of the most talented throwers of the football the 49ers have ever had and then you have Brandon Allen who gets a shout out from Kyle Shanahan on Tuesday in his introductory press conference to open training camp saying, you know, this is going to be difficult to split up reps because we really like Brandon Allen and he deserves those opportunities too. So how does this look for Trey Lance moving forward on the days where Brock Purdy is there and practicing? Unfortunately, it seems like the opportunities are dwindling, which might make it a little more difficult to really fully find out, where trey lance stands not only within the 49ers but just how how good is he as a quarterback because simply we won't have a ton of reps to go off of.
1: no but i think also the evidence that i need to feel confident in trey lance maximizing his opportunities is the guy that's in front of him because if kyle shanahan felt confident enough in brock purdy and he talked about this i don't know if it was publicly or, or on a podcast but uh I mean, he's always felt like Brock Purdy in practice. That he was he was he was his his guy and that translated to the game. So the fact that Brock Purdy could use last season, third team reps um, going up against the defense, being the guy that's basically the the, the table setter essentially for the defense um, means to me that that Trey Lance is in just as good of a spot as he can be. And now it's just about going out and making the most out of every opportunity. So, you know, I, I'm excited to see Brock Purdy. Um, It doesn't sound like, you know, like with, with the pitch count, it'll probably be a little bit until he's he's a full go and pads don't start until next week. But um, the fact that we're going to get to see all three of them, I think Kyle Shanahan is a man of his word, not in the sense of giving all three of them an equal opportunity because there is an established hierarchy at this point, but the way Mark that he kind of talks about his quarterback room is a little mysterious like I'm not he hasn't used the term quarterback one. Everyone wants to read into the way that he's phrased certain things about the competition and it doesn't really feel like even he at this point knows who's going to be uh, the backup. at least that's the way that I feel like he's playing it and he's basically waiting for somebody to prove him wrong.
0: I feel like you're hitting on something really um, important there. I feel like this whole offseason, really this whole process between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance has been uh, a big social experiment in terms of confirmation bias. There is a person who is a Trey Lance fan who absolutely believes in Trey Lance's abilities um, and wants to see him play. And then on the other side, you have the the Brock Purdy truther, who absolutely loves Brock Purdy, what he did as a rookie, uh incredible. One of the more impressive and and wild feats that we've seen in the National Football League in some time. And then both of those people on either side of the aisle, they hear the exact same Kyle Shanahan quote, and they come away with two entirely different takeaways. Like Kyle Shanahan, I, I think this is what you're referencing. He was on the TK show with Tim Kawakami of The Athletic, and he spent like a minute and 10 seconds gushing about Brock Purdy and how good he was, what he put on tape. It was incredible. Um And then I, I go back and I look, look at the tape after the fact, and it's even more impressive now what he did last year. And then at the very end, Evan, at the very end, after gushing over uh Brock Purdy for more than a minute, he says, so he's going to be hard to beat out. What did the Brock Purdy fans hear? They heard this is an incredible quarterback who who was going to be the team's starter. He, he did all these impressive things last year. It's even more impressive now looking back at it. And then what did the Trey Lance people hear? They heard the very last line, which was he's going to be hard to beat out, which suggests what? This is an open competition, that there's a chance that Trey Lance can beat him out. No, there there really isn't everything that Kyle Shanahan is saying, despite the fact that he didn't just straight up say Brock Purdy is QB1. Everything else that he is saying is Brock Purdy is our guy. He was incredible. There's nothing that Trey Lance has put on tape that anywhere resembles what Brock Purdy did last year. Unless something crazy happens, if there's an injury, Brock Purdy is our starting quarterback. But in my mind, Evan, it's, it's wild how you can have the same quote play it have a couple of different people listen to it and you have two totally different reactions I think this is an example of confirmation bias people hearing what they want to hear I can't really find another way to explain it um, because for the most part with with these comments at least recently it seems pretty cut and dry who the top dog is in the 49ers quarterback room in my mind there's there's no debate it's it's Brock Purdy
1: Yeah, I mean, I I don't know if it's specific to Kyle Shanahan. Like, he kind of talks in interpretive sentences. So, for me, look, that's not anything that's necessarily new. And and I don't think it's also specific to the 49ers. People always hear what they want to hear when it comes to sports and when it comes to competition. When you're trying to beat out a guy for a job, uh, you're going to look for any sign to get a a mental advantage or to feel like you're ahead or maybe a note that you are behind and you got to work a little bit harder. So. For people who want to see Trey Lance, I understand why. And for people who believe that Brock Purdy is undoubtedly going to be quarterback one, I also understand why. So things are going to shake out. Someone's going to be mad at the end of the day because their quarterback is not going to be on the field. Uh, But at the end of the day, also, we're just looking for the 49ers to be successful.